0: great news everyone Jesus is alive and well this is Glenn Ragland Educational and Transformational Ministries Great Ministries welcome to this week's podcast let's pray Father we come thanking you again for this week we continue to pray for peace in this land we claim the blood of Jesus over mental illness we pray that your word will go forward it will not return to you empty it will accomplish what you sent it to do in the name of Jesus, the consolation of Israel. Amen. We continue with the names and titles of Jesus, part 4. I encourage you to grab a pen and notebook to record the scriptures that contain his names and titles so that you can use them in your prayer life. Jesus is called My Beloved Son by God the Father in Matthew three seventeen. He is the well-beloved Son in Mark 12 and 6, as Jesus teaches the parable of the vineyard owner. Paul calls him dear son in Colossians 1.13. He is the beloved in Ephesians 1 and 6. He is my beloved in Matthew 12.18 quoting from Isaiah 42 and 1. He is the Almighty in Revelation 1 and 8. Jesus is often called Lord, another name for Yahweh, as well as Lord, which means master. Peter refers to him as Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Now folks, this may be my favorite title for Jesus. Only Peter refers to this full title in 2 Peter 1 and 11, 2 Peter 2 and 20, and 2 Peter 3, 18. He is the Lord Christ in Colossians 3, 24. He is often called Lord Jesus as well as Lord Jesus Christ. Peter called him Lord of all as he preached to the Gentiles in Acts ten thirty six, My friends, since he made all, that gives him the right to be Lord of all. He is one Lord in Ephesians 4 and 5. He is the Lord of glory in 1 Corinthians 2 and 8, as Paul gives him the loftiest title ever given by Paul. In Psalms 24, David wrote a psalm of the King of glory. If you haven't read Psalm 24, read it. And let it bless your soul he is the lord of lords in revelation 17 14 as well as revelation 19 16 and in first timothy 6:15. jesus defends his disciples from the pharisees claiming that he is lord of the sabbath in matthew 12 and 8 mark 2:28, and luke 6 and 5. he is the lord our righteousness in jeremiah 23 6. in the hebrew language The Lord Our Righteousness translates Jehovah Sidkanu, a sacred name symbolically applied to the Messiah. He is the righteousness of God in 2 Corinthians 5.21 and Jesus Christ the righteousness in 1 John 2 and 1. In Romans 14 and 9, He is Lord of both the dead and the living. My friends, when Jesus is Lord over your life, He is Lord while you live and He is still Lord when you die. The good news is, your body may be dead, but your spirit lives on with him, the one who saved you. In Revelation 22 and 6, the concluding stanza begins with, The Lord God of the Holy Prophets. In John twenty twenty-eight, Thomas proclaims, My Lord and my God, after Jesus allowed Thomas to place his hand in the place where Jesus was pierced in the side and also showed Thomas his hands where they had been nailed. My Christian companions, eight days earlier, Jesus had appeared to his disciples, but Thomas was not present. When the excited disciples told Thomas that they had seen the Lord, he didn't believe them. Thomas said he would not believe unless he could see the hands of Jesus with the nail prints and also put his hand into the side of Jesus. Even with eyewitness testimony, Thomas did not believe. He could have taken the word of his fellow disciples on faith That Jesus was alive but Thomas demanded more fast forward 2,000 years and we have the recorded witness statements that Jesus is alive and well and the unbelief now is just as strong as the unbelief then from the moment Thomas realized it was indeed the Lord he was transformed from an unbeliever into a believer in John 1 and 1 he is God my friends my faith is dependent on the fact that he is God. Otherwise, people died for nothing. Christianity at best would only be a philosophy, and at worst, it would be a tragedy. But he is God. 1 John 5 and 20 says he is the true God. In the first chapter of Colossians, the 15th verse, Paul says that he is the image of the invisible God. Paul uses the Greek word icon, to relay that Jesus is the manifestation of God, showing that God is fully revealed in Jesus. Folks, he is Emmanuel, which means God with us, in Isaiah 7.14 and Matthew 1.23. Now think about that title for a moment. It shows his deity, God, and it shows his nearness to man, with us. It shows his love for us by adding human nature to his divine nature. It also shows that if God can take on human nature, then humans can take on a godly nature. You may have missed that. Let me say that again. Humans can take on a godly nature. Isn't that a beautiful concept? We become more like Jesus when we let him become Lord of our lives. In Mark 10:17 and Luke 18:18, 18, 18, he is the good master. In Matthew 27:19, Pilate's wife Called him a just man. He is the just one in Acts 7, 52 and Acts 22, 14. He is the righteous judge in 2 Timothy 4 and 8. Allow me to read that verse. It says, Henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day, and not to me only, but unto all them that love his appearing." My Christian comrades, you may think we will all be walking around heaven with our crowns high on our heads. But Revelation 4 and 10 says that the elders gave their crowns back to Jesus. No matter what we have endured here on earth, Jesus has endured more. Now, he's worthy to receive my crown. He is the Holy One of God in Mark two twenty four, and the Holy One in Acts two twenty seven. He is the Holy One and the just— in Acts 3.14. John the Baptist identifies Jesus as the Lamb of God in John one twenty nine and John one thirty six. He is a lamb without blemish and without spot in 1 Peter one nineteen. He is our Passover in 1 Corinthians 5 and 7. My friends, each year the Passover was observed and thousands of lambs were sacrificed for sins but they had to repeat that ritual every year. Now Jesus is our Passover lamb, and he was sacrificed once, which satisfied the sin debt we all have. His blood, not lamb's blood, has wiped the slate clean and brought us into right standing with God the Father. He is called a fountain in Zechariah 13 and 1. He is a servant in Isaiah 42 and 1, Isaiah 53 and 11, Matthew 12 and 18, And Philippians two and seven, friends, the story of Jesus washing his disciples' feet was a classic servant story. The job of washing the feet of visitors was left to the slave of the house. It was considered the lowest job at the house. Yet Jesus humbly did it. So Jesus has set the example for us. We are to be servants to each other. With your service to others, you show the love of God, setting the example for people to see. Letting your light shine. In Hebrews four, fourteen and fifteen, Hebrews seven, twenty-six, and Hebrews eight and one, he is our high priest. My Christian friends, the priests in the Old Testament were the mediator between God and man. Jesus is now our mediator, sitting at the right hand of the Father, making intercession for us. He is our go between. Jesus is qualified to do that for us. Not because he is God, but because he experienced everything we experience. Hunger, thirst, fatigue, betrayal, separation, rejection, and character attacks. Jesus endured it all, but he did not sin. He is the minister of the sanctuary in Hebrews 8 and 2. Not an earthly sanctuary, but the heavenly sanctuary. He is our sanctuary in Isaiah 8, 14. He is a priest in the order of Melchizedek in Hebrews 5 and 6, Hebrews 5 and 10, Hebrews 6, 19 through 20, Hebrews 7, 14, and Psalm 110, 14. He is our forerunner in Hebrews 6 and 20. Friends, a forerunner is a military scout who goes ahead of the main body of troops. Jesus has gone ahead, getting things ready for those who will follow. Those are his believers. Jesus is the horn of our salvation in Luke 1, 69. He is our Savior in Luke 2, 11, Philippians 3, 20, and Ephesians 5, 23. My friends, we need a Savior because we can't save ourselves. We would have died in our sins were it not for Jesus coming down from glory, putting on the flesh of a man, and dying for my sins and your sins and our sins. Now we're faced with a couple of decisions. Number one, are we going to be obedient and evangelize, be a witness and share the gospel with others? Number two, are we going to live in such a way that the world takes notice of how different we are? What makes us different is that Jesus lives on the inside. If you haven't decided to follow Jesus, pray this prayer with me. Father, thank you for sending Jesus to save me. I surrender my life and now allow you to lead me. Forgive me of my sins. In the name of Jesus, our Savior, amen. I encourage you to find a good Bible teaching church. Send your prayer request as well as your praise reports to our email address, hello at greatministries.org. Please continue to pray for Great Ministries and share us with your friends, your family, your loved ones, and the unsaved. This ministry is supported by friends like you. If you'd like to donate to us, go to greatministries.org and click on the Donate button. You may write to us at P.O. Box 1654, Lilburn, Georgia 30048 or call us at 678-693-2204. Stay safe, be blessed, and have a great week.